Blog Talk Radio. Terminal fans, welcome to the show here on another Sunday afternoon. Happy Independence Day to everyone here in the United States. Hope everyone continues to be safe and doesn't set the Pacific Northwest on fire again. So please keep that in mind when you celebrate. And of course, I am Sungai along with QT Vokes and the reigning defending Washington State heavyweight champion as well as the best in the Pacific Northwest 2021 tournament winner, Randy Zellers. Guys, we've made it to another Independence Day. So far, so good. I don't see any forest fires in the immediate vicinity. Nope. I haven't seen none. I'm not sure Smokey the Bear likes July 4th. Oh, I bet he does. Either. Oh, okay. Nope. Now you do see that Smokey the Bear sign as you're going into Northwest Pro Shows, and he tells you the risk of forest fires in a given day because the danger level gets updated. He's at a pretty high level right now. I'd like to point out to Randy Zellers that there is a movement on college campuses to switch uh, Smokey the Bear to Smokette the Bear, a transgender bear. Have you heard this? Uh-uh. Okay. This is, this is the first time I've heard about that. Smokette the Bear. Hey. Smokette the Bear. He's undergoing an operation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, it's a, it's a, kind of like uh, going with the times there, I guess. Yep. Oh yeah. Now, Randy, I mentioned you have won the 2021 Best in the Pacific Northwest tournament. Have you been polishing that trophy on a daily basis? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> I mean, because I have a lot of I have a lot of trophies from uh, wrestling and taekwondo and stuff like that and one football trophy. And, yes, I had a habit of dusting them all off way back before 
before some unfortunate things happen with my trophies. Yeah, you know. But but this is the first trophy that I had in years, so yeah, I'm savoring that. <laughs> I'm making no doubt, sure no that doubt. looking yeah, looking good. No um no dust on it, none of that mess. Now you also added to the trophy case last Saturday night you picked up the Washington State title from one J D Mason. How do you feel about that? Well, right now I'm I'm still in shock that I managed not only once but twice to defeat J D Mason. But uh I know he ain't going away, so I know at some point I know um me and him are gonna be wrestling again. Which that's fine. That'll just be a, a three time that I would actually defeat J D Mason but right now, I'm in shock because I am the three-time, three-time, three-time NWP Washington State champion. And I noticed with this title, this title, you know, a lot of people outside of Washington have held this title. And, you know, and, and this title also has gotten defended in Idaho. And, uh, yes, Idaho, it I did. Heard. It was a little odd seeing the championship defended in Idaho. It was questioned by a few fans that said, hey, wait, we're in Idaho, whenever they would announce the Washington State Championship match. But circumstances, what they were, uh, that's what we yep. could do. And uh, the title continued to be defended. Back in the end, and uh, you were the first person – once we got back to Washington to have captured that championship. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and instead of the Washington State title, this should become the NWP Pacific Northwest title. Because, I mean, hey, Oregon, I mean, people from Oregon have held this title. And, you know, and I think, you know, once the borders are lifted up and our good buddies up north can come down here. British Columbia can be involved in this title too. Well, that's something you'll have to discuss with Y period T period Jones and old Kim Hamlin to see if they can't rectify that situation for you. Yeah. I mean, Hey, because, um, because there's nothing but, um, good wrestling and competition and, I mean, even though the fans they don't like me that much, but hey, I really don't. I really don't mind that. Now, I mean, there you was, say they don't yeah. like you very much. You were repeatedly hitting J.D. Mason with some objects after the match, even though I asked you very nicely to stop hitting him. Yeah, I'm not sure what came over me. I think it was the adrenaline or something, or maybe because I was looking forward to uh, drinking some of that night train. Oh, that'll get you every time. I just am glad you weren't feeling strange. That happened to Stompin' Steve once. He's not been the same since. Oh, man. (laughs) 
Oh, now, man. Keith, you were not there the other night, but Randy defeated J.D. Mason, took that Washington State title. He had the title belt in one hand. He had the best of the Northwest trophy in his other hand, the towel around his neck. Randy walked out of there with a whole lot of things that night. I can't believe you missed it. Now, was Mikey the mustache there? Uh, Mikey the mustache was there. He and Lumberzak were disqualified because they used their championship belts to hit the moonshiners in the face. Is it true, Randy, that you are going to challenge Mikey the mustache to the best? to a best of the mustache competition. I heard that's in, coming down the pike sometime. Oh, I can tell you right now, Mikey has me beat on that mustache because I swear that mustache could get shaved one day and it'll be grown back and full in two. <laughs> Is it true that Mikey the mustache had a mustache in seventh grade? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He okay. did. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. He did. <laughs> and, did, and so did his sister, from what I hear. His sister. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. QT, when you see Mikey's sister, how many seconds do you think you'll be able to survive? i or something like that. You know what? I'll just uh, tire. I'll just, uh, if she gets uh, feisty or something, I'm just single leg takedown her. Yes. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't think I've ever met Mikey's sister, but why does she knock you out with the forearm and then hit you with the sidewalk slam? I'm just single leg takedown her like I would, like the Dyson and Ronnie Vegas. He's susceptible to single leg takedowns. Uh, I've not seen many people single leg takedown dice. I don't know if that's true. Okay. <laughs> now, Randy, this coming end of the month here in July, we not only have a Northwest Pro Show happening earlier in the exact same day at the exact same venue, the debut of the all-female promotion, Glamour. How excited are you for Glamour? To tell you the truth, um, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited to, uh, that um, that Northwest Pro Office scouted around the whole country to uh, recruit these ladies, and and not to say, aka, our Northwest Pro sisters. It's about time that this got addressed, and it's about time that that they're getting their own show and their own promotion and their own title. But um, as long as I'm watching the state champ, I respect all of them until one of them gets, a, gets some balls and they britches and try to challenge me for the Northwest Pro Washington State title. Then that's when that's when that unfortunate um, lady is going to have her issues and her work cut out for them, cut out for her. <laughs> Well, we'll have to see how that shakes out. I'm fairly excited. We have seen all female tournaments in the past at different promotions in the Northwest. As far as the United States portion of the Pacific Northwest, 
to my recollection, this is the first time we've had an all-female promotion. So that's huge news. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes down. There's a lot of great talent coming from different parts of the country to converge in Vaughn, Washington. Hopefully we'll get a lot of uh, female wrestling fans interested in showing up in Vaughn. I think it's going to be a great, great night. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. And and from, I mean, I mean, I know that a lot of promotions were kind of, we're kind of iffy about it because due to the whole speaking out movement and all the other drama and chaos, what was happening around wrestling, I have to say it was, I have to say it was uh, very unfortunate. And the people that spoke out against against people, you know, how they were getting treated and stuff. I mean, there's no there's no room for BS anywhere. And that can be a nine-to-five job, your home life, your actual life life. There's no need, and there's no need to mistreat anybody. There's no mis I mean, there's no need for it. You know, mistreating, um, doing some something that's very foul. There's really no need for it because we don't need that type of garbage around, you know. You know, but well, then again, yeah. same goes. But then again, same goes for you know, if a female chooses to lie on the lie on the guy saying, "Hey, you touched my butt," but then he wasn't even near her, man. You know, just because the he don't like the guy saying, "No, I'm gonna get him ran out of here." You know, we I don't I don't condone that mess neither. I mean, yeah, everyone, you know. Innocent until proven guilty. You know, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Or or if it did happen, you know, it will be dealt with right away. Absolutely. Well said. QT, have you made your plans yet to be at the Key Peninsula Civic Center to see Glamour? Now what day is that? I've got my right here. And this I is and the I got 31st it. of July. Okay. Yes. I am now officially marking it down, Glamour. Yes. Wow. All right. Are there any? Well, we will see you there for sure. I know Randy and I will both be there. And then not only yep. will you get to see Glamour, you'll also get to see Northwest Pro shortly after the Glamour show wraps up. Are there any, yep. are, are there any truth to the rumors that there's a mystery uh, female wrestler that's the size of Awesome Kong coming in from the East Coast? Um, I believe that's still a rumor at this point, but I know we do have some ladies coming in from the Denver area. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Denver area? Yeah, yep, Denver, Colorado. Wait, that's a mile high, yes. They should have good cardio. Yep, I'm sure that they do. Yeah, but, yeah. Hey, hey, if they good, hey, if they, hey, if 
J.D. Mason or whoever the NWP officer stamps an approval on them, they must be good because, you know, they just don't take anybody. Exactly. So, QT, even if you put on a dress and put on your best lipstick and show up at Glamour, they probably aren't going to take you and put you in a match. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Was that you your plan all along? Did I just divulge your actual plan to the world? Boy, I don't know. That that might have been in one of my top ten plans, yes, to get a title shot, yes. I'll just have to team <laughs> with mustache. Yes. Well, well, maybe Mikey and Lumberjack would let you be the third member of their team, and you can do the Freebird rules with them. Yeah, there you go. I'll have to send my application to be a bell ringer, I guess. Now, did he ring the bell at Northwest Pro when we were in Idaho? I don't know. No, I never. I've never uh, rang the bell in Idaho. Well, they would have asked when we were in Idaho. They would have probably let you ring the bell. Okay. It was pretty close to the ring, wasn't it? It really was, yeah. Hmm. It's rough. The bell ringing opportunities don't come along that often. Well, you need to put your resume out there because you have rang the bell at Blue Collar Wrestling. So you need to put that on your resume and give it to promoters all over. We'll ask Randy mm-hmm. if we can use them for a personal reference. <laughs> Call Randy Yes. Yeah. 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 Sounds like a win. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a win right there, there, QT. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, I also understand that wrestling in Oregon will be opening up towards the end of this month, first time that any promotion in Oregon has had a chance to run a show since March of 2020. So it's been a 16-month journey, but wrestling finally going to be back in Oregon fairly soon. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone else out there in Oregon will be pretty excited for that, and I know they've been waiting on that. And I know, and I and I know that some of the guys from Oregon. Went came to Washington to wrestle. Probably went to California or Idaho or um or anywhere but there to wrestle. Which I have to say, I don't blame them. And two, hey, you got to get it where you can get it <laughs> because that pandemic, whew, that pandemic was not nice to anybody. It was not. Nope. But you know what? I mean, as soon as when everything goes back to normal, we can sit there and laugh about it. There ain't nothing wrong with that because it happened. Why don't they have a wrestler named the Pandemic Warrior? 
You know what? Yeah, I don't know if we'll see that or not. It kind of be like a tag team. You know, you put on your face mask and some Tyvek coveralls. Yes. Yep. What's up? I mean, shoot, I can say spray somebody with Lysol. Ah! You know, go and pin them real quick. <laughs> I, I wish uh, the pandemic warrior could travel back in time and tag with the ultimate warrior. That'd be something. Think of the promo. <laughs> pandemic? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone, everyone knows the ultimate warrior cut the best promos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my warriors in the warrior universe we are gonna strengthen up and hama hama ha what that's the not a bad little impersonation right there <laughs> I'd like to see the pandemic warrior cut a promo with mean gene on the microphone that's what I'd like to see <laughs> the pandemic warrior. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them with Lord Alfred Hayes on the microphone instead go. of Mean Gene. Cause I, I bet Lord Alfred Hayes would have some facials that people would remember for the rest of their lives. Yep. <laughs> yep. Lord Alfred Hayes. I don't know. It was a treat in the Lord Alfred Hayes back in the day. Now, do you remember, Randy, the Saturday night's main event when they did the vignettes between matches when Lord Alfred and Mean Gene were on safari and Lord Alfred had gotten them lost because he was drunk and he got them lost and they couldn't find their way to the arena to do their interviews and they realized Lord (laughs) Alfred Hayes had been drinking the whole time and that's why they were lost? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Saturday night's main event. Now that was like that was like a pay per view caliber show. Was Saturday night's main event? That was like because there was no squash matches. Like every like so far superstar versus superstar. And shoot. And speaking of and speaking of jobbers. But the best job, but one of the best jobbers in the game back in was Barry Horowitz. The winner, Barry Horowitz. Yep, man, man, and taking his seminar, you you can just say this. I fully understood what he said, and the truth. He. He straight up agreed with JD, and you know, even though JD JD's my JD Mason is my trainer, but there's sometimes where the student becomes the teacher. That is very true. And now, Randy, they, and you ever they, see the old Global Wrestling Federation when Barry Horowitz and Terry Daniels went to a double countout? And then the next week, Barry Horowitz showed up, and he declared himself the winner. And they said, you didn't win that match. He said, did I lose it? And I said, no. And he said, well, then I'm the winner. And then he wanted to sell the video <laughs> match 
for fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> hey, you know. You hey. need to hit the YouTubes and look that up. That was some classic stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do YouTube because that sounds funny. <laughs> because I sound funny because it's legit. It's like did exactly. I did I lose? <laughs> yeah, that's that's some of the that's some of the stuff that I can see some of the boys saying. You know? That was sort of the inspiration after two or three years later when the WWF had him uh, defeat Skip and he went on that winning streak. Basically, they were yeah, and he going on the uh, old GWF thing where he declared himself the winner. Yeah, but didn't he almost get a title shot from Jeff Jarrett and then uh, Bob Backlund interfered and signed the contract? And inserted him in the Intercontinental title picture. Yeah, I remember that. That was Double J. Yeah. Hey, I thought that was going to be awesome. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hope Barry beats them. That would be awesome. And then all of a sudden, I see Bob Backlund get him in that cross-faced chicken wing and insert him in inserted himself in the match. That's right. Yep. Now, QT, mm-hmm. did you ever uh, see Jeff Jarrett in person? I've never seen Jeff Jarrett in person, but I, yeah, I would have loved to seen Jeff Jarrett go to the zoo with the animal seal it was actually when George visited the Detroit Zoo on Saturday night, October 5th, 1985. Do you remember when uh, Mean Gene Oakland pulled up in his Jeep that was painted like a, a tiger with black and orange stripes? It's the episode where George underwent shock treatment. Does Randy remember that? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. And George, I, I remember the shock treatment too. Yeah, the yeah. shock treatment. Yes, but that oh, he, also, man. he also went to the zoo and he saw the dromedaries and and the elephants, and he even made an elephant sound and waved his arm with uh, and Mean Gene was doing. Yes, I'd like to see a, a, a Jeff Jarrett included in that somehow. I bet Jeff Jarrett was probably just in high school at the time that they were doing that. But um, I do remember when Jeff Jarrett wrestled a bunch of old WWF guys on an episode of Nitro, and George Steele was one of those guys. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Oh, God damn. Because... I think yeah. at one point, Mean Gene and uh, the Animal stopped at the hippo enclosure, and I think he called the hippo Lou Albano. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano? Yes. Uh, George looked I haven't heard that name. name. 
Yes. And then they went to the enclosure that had long, long-tailed lemurs, and he called one of the lemurs Bobby the Brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When I was at Gouge earlier this summer, we were co-managed by a bulldog who was named Bentley the Brain Heenan. Ah, Bentley the Brain Heenan. That was the bulldog's name, and he did not like Arab wrestling managers, apparently. He chased one and grabbed a hold of that guy, and he may have done a couple of naughty things. (laughs) Nazi Nazi. Yeah, but Bentley the Brain Heenan got along just great with Chicken Bob and also my partner's stuffed monkey manager. Ah! Uh-huh. I want to get a mascot. Maybe we could have a GoFundMe page to get Randy a mascot. <laughs> what type of mascot do you think would best work for Randy? Boy, I don't know. Well, you know what? Uh, Looking at that uh, George the Animal Steel visits the Detroit Zoo, maybe a long-tailed lemur. <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe. Now, I could definitely see Randy walking to the ring with, like, maybe a parrot. Mm. Or a pink flamingo. Yes. Or a pink flamingo. Ah. Those are always pretty Maybe. stylish. I don't know. If you have ah. the parrot, then the parrot could just fly over the ring, drop down the title belt. Randy could use it, throw it up. The parrot would catch it and fly back to its perch, and the referee would be none the wiser, probably. Maybe, yep. maybe a black raven. Remember when a black raven got loose at a at a wrestling event? I <laughs> do indeed. I remember that <laughs> because yeah. because the reason why I remember that is because I remember I think it was Santiago was laughing so hard I was like, "Yo, man, what's so funny?" And he and he couldn't tell me, so I had to go. I had to go out there and see for myself and someone else then told me saying, yeah, Emperor Void's uh, <laughs> um, Raven attacked a, attacked a lady in the audience and it turns out it was our old buddy's sister, the Hoss. Oh, uh, yes. It indeed yeah. was. I remember that well. I believe that was my first day at the promotion, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, does this happen often here? And people were like, it never has before. Yep. I've got a picture of Emperor Void with that raven on his right shoulder. <laughs> I believe the bird's name is Hugsy. Hugsy. Oh, okay. Hugsy. 
Well, guys, our uh, guest for today just contacted me. He's not able to make it in due to work emergency, so he is stuck at ah. work, unable to make it, but we will get Dalton Davis rescheduled for sure. We're definitely going to have him on the show uh, when he is able to be here. So we'll wrap up nice and neat a little bit early here on Independence Day. Randy, you got anything to say, plug, or promote? Um, we'll see here. Um, well, all I got to say is have a safe, have a safe, safe, safe 4th of July. And if you're ever in, if you're ever in the Kitsap County area and type into the little GPS and go to the Smoking Robinson's Barbecue Restaurant, I guarantee you the barbecue is so good. It make you it'll make you want to have a second plate. I'll tell you that much. And on and on that, out the neck, out the next, we're still having their nightly strange. I I believe they're wrapping up their second season of the nightly strange. Um, you can go ahead and contact. I mean, you can go ahead and go to the uh, wherever what podcasts are played. Just type in the nightly strange. You will get that. And on the 31st, you will be seeing yours truly, the best in the Northwest, defend the Washington State title against whoever wants to step up and try to take this title from me. And last and last to note, be sure to wash your hands. We're not out of the woods yet. That is all very, very, very accurate. QT, anything you want to say, plug or promote? They are now going to do an investigation if Chicken Bob was ever roommates with the Dice Man in the double wide trailer. That's what I'm going to do. Um, he was not. He never lived with Dice. Oh, okay. That was an easy <laughs> investigation. Well, all right. Well, I might just get it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, you can always uh, find me on the Twitters, at SignGuyHPW. You can follow me there, but not literally. Brand new episode of The Sign of the Times is up. You can go watch The Sign of the Times, episode 487, the Red Rising edition. QT, I'm sure you're going to check it out immediately after this broadcast. Am I right? Oh, yes. As I'm having like a, maybe a low-fat car yogurt, yes, I'm eating a yogurt. I'm going to guess it's a blueberry yogurt. It's is lemon this time. Oh, okay. And I might get started on my uh, next week's ranking, keeping in mind Mikey Mustache did fa- fairly well. Fairly. Gloss. is Oh, okay. Well, then he might get Well, I guess technically he did win on Friday last week. He and Lumberjack beat Timmy Holke in a handicap match. But then the next day, assuredly yeah. lost by disqualification. I know that because I was the one that disqualified him. <laughs> Keep that all in mind. Oh, QT, you missed it. You weren't there last week. 
Jimmy Holkey was the special guest at Northwest Pro both nights, and he was in one of your all-time favorite videos ever posted to YouTube. Really? What was that? The one where he jumped off the bus in Alaska while Sunny Days was in the driver's seat. Oh yes, that was it. That was awesome. Does Randy has Randy seen that video where Sunny Days is in the bus? Yep, I sure did. <laughs> oh, all right. I just I'm just glad that that is not the bus where that one guy who dropped out of civilization. I think his name was Tanless, and he died in the bus. Yeah, it was a different bus. Bus for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that was Timmy Horky jumping off of that thing. I'm I'm surprised you missed him. I figured you'd want his autograph or something. He could have gotten mine, yes. All right. Well, fans, we'll be back with you next week, next Friday afternoon. We have MRT with us, Jackson Bourne and John Davidson. So here for that, and then one week from this very day, we'll be back with you and former Ring of Honor, Women of Honor star, even before there was such a thing as Women of Honor. She was in the very first female match of Ring of Honor. Simply Luscious will be with us, so make sure you're here for that. We will talk to you later. Everybody stay safe. Try not to set the states on fire if you're in the Pacific Northwest, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. All right.